As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I'm SoundOff producer and call screener Big Sam, and Mark Freund is hosting SoundOff tonight for the first time, so I thought I'd ask some pros for some tips. Don't do it. I hosted SoundOff once. Worst night of my career. What's he thinking? What? I'm right here. I'm available. Don't get comfortable in the chair. It's temporary. So Mark is co-hosting Sound Off in his first month. That's bullshit. Who the hell is Mark Freund? Hey Ed, any advice for Mark? Scotch, scotch, scotch. Down in your belly. Yum, yum, yum. Look, it doesn't matter who's co-hosting Sound Off, as long as Mr. Sound Off is right next to him. And when in doubt, just make fun of Nebraska. Murph, Murph, ad- advice for Mark for his first sound off? Don't screw it up. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Welcome in. Sound off, John Sears, Mark Freund. Glad yeah. to have you here. How does it feel to be sitting in that chair? I mean, this is Mr. Sound Off's chair, right? You're damn right it is. Uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe someone's coming for you, buddy. <laughs> hey, I, like, like we said, what is this? Your second, third week on the job? Third week on the job. Yeah. Third week on the job. Good to have you here. If you don't know him, follow him on Twitter. Mark Freund is his name. How many people mess up your last name when they see it? Uh, Pretty much everybody. Friend. They say friend a lot. Friend. We so, Solicitation calls. Fruund. Frond. <laughs> think, Pronounce Freud. Think Freud with an N. All right. Well, it's good to have you here. Let's get going, though. Hot topic. Iowa loses its second straight game. This one on the road at Minnesota, 92-87. to Hawkeyes had a chance to make a statement this week. Instead, well, they took a step back. 0-2 on the week. Iowa now 5-5. Five and five in the Big Ten. Tough week for the Hawks. Iowa State, on the other hand, made a statement on Saturday, beating 20th ranked Ole Miss on the road, 87-73, dominating performance by the Cyclones, who will likely move up quite a few spots in the top 25. Let's sound off. Give us your thoughts on either team, the NFL, Super Bowl predictions, pretty much anything you want. 515-282-9010. All right, time for, I think, the Hawkeyes went 0-2 this week deflating. My family and I went to the Michigan State game and had a blast despite the outcome. The atmosphere was fantastic, loud. Iowa needs more games where students are let in for free. They make a difference. For a hyped up game in the bitter cold, the fans showed up and showed out, at least for the first 20 minutes. The loose ball towards the end of the first half produced one of the largest jolts of energy and passionate screams I can remember at Carver. Fans were going bonkers over a loose ball. Carver can get really loud, deafening, but those moments right now are few and far between. I truly thought because of that play, Iowa was going to win the game. The second half was a different story. 
24-2 Sparty run ended any dream of an upset. This was a major missed opportunity for not only a win, but to get many fans back on board. For some reason, there seems to be a disconnect with some fans and this top 25 team. Almost a sense of, here we go again, like they've seen this script before. Get your hopes up, fade late, without any real season-defining wins. Fans are expecting the worst and ready to pounce at every opportunity when Iowa falters. Until Fran and Iowa make a sweet 16, that likely won't change. At the beginning of the season, I thought Iowa State would be a top-tier team in the Big 12. When they're on, they might be the best team in the Big 12. The Cyclones have sweet 16 talent, and if the matchups fall the right way, possibly even more. Wigginton, Halliburton, and Horton Tucker get a lot of the headlines, and deservedly so, but Mariel Shayok is an underrated assassin. He hits the big shots, and he's not afraid to take the big shots. The schedule sets up nicely for the rest of the season for Iowa State. If they continue to play like they did against Ole Miss, they'll be a contender to end Kansas's Big 12 streak, and they might just be playing in Des Moines in March. On Thursday, I covered my first Iowa basketball game as a member of the WHO sports team. Though it wasn't my first time at Carver-Hawkeye Arena, it was the first time I really appreciated what I was doing there. I talked with Gary Dolphin, who is friends with my parents, as well as my Uncle Jim. Old connections from their days in Dubuque, my mom's hometown. Dolph said he remembered my folks and to make sure I said hi to them. Classy. I saw a game that turned ugly for the Hawkeyes in the second half, but I was thinking about my late grandmother, a Hawkeye fan, but not a diehard. I don't know that she ever even made it to a game in Iowa City, but she watched on TV and she'd be proud that her only grandson, a kid from Minnesota, is now covering the team she watched for so long. It's a good reminder of the power of sports, that even a 15-point Hawkeye loss can make you reflect on how you got to where you are. And for me, that's here to Des Moines, a place where I finally had the opportunity to cover the Hawkeyes and Cyclones and everything in between. You see, I worked in Sioux City for five years, where a three and a half hour drive to Ames and a four and a half hour drive to Iowa City made it hard to cover the big beats. In fact, because of content sharing between the state's NBC affiliates, I spent many weekends bugging Keith and John to send yep. us highlights and sound. It happened. But now it's a privilege to do it firsthand. I'm fortunate that hard work led me to a shot here at WHO. More chances to make grandma proud. I understand how lucky I am to be here. I certainly don't plan on wasting the opportunity. Like I said, we're glad to have you here. You had fun at that Iowa-Michigan State game. That's a good one to start with. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And my first D1 game here was Iowa State-Kansas State. That one, not so much fun. But, hey, it's good to be here and, and be a part of it. Let's get the calls going right now. Let's go with uh, Logan in Ankeny. He wants to talk some Iowa State basketball. Logan, what do you think of the Cyclones and that big win over Ole Miss? Uh, they looked really good. Uh, and I wanted to talk to you guys, too. Uh, uh, you guys featured a, a lookalike that I submitted a long time ago about Nate Rowling and the baseball coach at Simpson. And, okay. And I met, though. But just my question was, uh, Linda Wigington, when's he getting in the starting lineup, do you guys think? And uh, – Who's he taking place for? I thought maybe Horton Tucker the last couple of games, but he's, he's been playing pretty well. So just get your thoughts on that. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a really good question because I think Steve Prohm would like to get Wigginton into the starting lineup at some point because he's going to be a huge factor come down, coming down the stretch here for Iowa State. They want to get him in the starting lineup, but who do you take out? Right. Horton Tucker was amazing against Ole Miss. He's one of those guys that can be an all-Big 12 first-team player, Horton Tucker, 
or he has games where he looks like a true freshman. And Prohm has hinted that he would like to get Lindell in the starting lineup, and Wigginton has said it firsthand himself that at times he's not as comfortable coming off the bench. So I don't think it'll be too much longer, but if they're playing this well and they're in a groove, why change it at this point? Yeah, and, and who knows, maybe Halliburton. Halliburton seems like a guy that's always in a good mood. Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't mind coming off the bench if that means getting Wigginton going. All right, let's go to lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges. Dan Duvey, Duvey, Duvey says Iowa State's Michael Jacobson looks like Back to the Future's George McFly. Tiny ref. Likes it. Jacobson and McFly. McFly. Shelly says her dad, Robert Miller of Ames, who oh is boy. a Cyclone fan and just turned 91, looks like Carl from the movie Up. Great movie. Tiny ref. <laughs> That's an all-timer right there. <laughs> That's amazing. Robert Miller and Carl. That is awesome. Were you one of those people who had something negative to say about football last week? Of course you were. And the NFL was loving it. Or at least it should have been. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Time for another game of knockout. Four choices, one has to go. Here we go. Super Bowl quarterbacks. All of these quarterbacks have won three Super Bowls or more, but one of them has to go. Rarified air, Troy Aikman, Terry Bradshaw, Tom Brady, Joe Montana. Aikman's got three. Bradshaw and Montana each had four victories. Brady has five. I got a feeling some will vote for Brady just because of in spite yeah. of the Patriots and Brady. That's probably a good bet. My guess is Montana wins this, though. We'll see. All right, the Super Bowl is one week from today. Many people say they won't watch because of the controversy and the Patriots. You serious? Mm -hmm. It's what's bugging Andy. Let's see here. Legislators in Louisiana are petitioning the NFL to change its rules on pass interference. Advocacy groups are angry that black coaches weren't hired in Arizona or Miami, and fans from coast to coast are sick and tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Boy, it sounds to me like the NFL is having a really great year. Seriously. When I did my list of flunked boycotts last week, I left out the big one, the NFL. So much for the claim that Americans were fed up with its mouthy and title athletes and do-nothing owners and were turning away from the game. The NFL responded with a season full of healthy quarterbacks, exciting new stars, and resurgent franchises like the Chiefs, Bears, and Rams. Everything from jersey sales to TV ratings have returned. But did we really need numbers to tell us that the NFL is alive and well? No. You heard America last week, furious at the refs, mad at the overtime rules, ticked at Tom Brady, gloating over the Saints getting screwed. These are signs of love. Think of it. We gripe because we care. We feel like we're invested in the NFL. We're part of it. Even those of us in states like Iowa with no teams. Leagues like the NHL would kill for that kind of passion. When you're mad at sports, huh, you care about sports. The biggest pressure that any league faces is making itself relevant to fans. And when you're relevant enough for those fans to want to petition you, want to boycott you, well, man, you're living off the very front taint. So congratulations, NFL. 
We love you so much, we want to wring your neck. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Well said, Andy. Up next, more live calls. Cheezer, Jerry, Matt, hang on. Plus, who's in your five? Tom Brady has five rings. We rank them next. 515-282-9010. Let's sound off. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Larry writes, instant reaction. Five and five in the best conference in America. That will get nine teams in the dance. A road loss in the Big Ten, 16 and five overall. Go six and four in the last ten and get a seven seed starting with home with a home win over Michigan on Friday. Interesting. Iowa writes, losing to Michigan State and at Minnesota is nothing to be ashamed of. However, the defensive effort today was worrisome. He's right about that. The offensive numbers usually mean a win. Still at 16-5, and five, feel we have a good team. I still feel like the Hawkeyes are a tournament team, but they, uh, they need to do something. Can't because, give up 92. Yeah. All right, who's in your five? Tom Brady Super Bowl wins. These are courtesy of Keith Murphy. He picked his top five Tom Brady Super Bowl wins. Number five, 2002, Brady's first win. He beat Kurt Warner in the Rams. Adam Vinatieri kicked the game-winning field goal as time expired. Brady was the MVP. Number four, 2004, Patriots beat the Panthers. Vinatieri again kicks the game-winner with four seconds left. Brady, MVP again. Number three, 2005, Pats beat Donovan McNabb and the Eagles 24-21. Three titles in four years for Brady. Number two, 2015, New England beats the Seahawks 28-24. Brady rallied the Patriots when they trailed by 10 in the third. Russell Wilson threw that pick on the one-yard line. Run the football. Brady MVP again. And number one, 2017, Patriots beat Atlanta 34-28. Brady rallied New England from a 25-point deficit. Largest comeback in Super Bowl history. Brady dominant again. Five and three in Super Bowls. He has four MVPs. He's got a chance to get another one next Sunday. And, man, I, I'm not going to bet against the guy. Let's go back to basketball right now. Uh, Jerry wants to talk some Iowa basketball in Des Moines. Jerry, what's your thoughts on the Hawkeyes that they've now lost two in a row? Oh, that's a good place for them to be. They may be a 16th seed come to 64. Do you think they, do you think they can bounce back from this, or are you, uh, you kind of giving up? I hope they don't bounce back from it. I hope they just keep falling. Oh, oh Jerry, so you're, you're a Cyclone fan. Well, yeah, it okay. could be. Okay, so you enjoy this. Oh, I enjoy it, yeah. You love this tailspin from the Hawkeyes <laughs> right now. You're, That'd be the same way as the Hawkeyes football team. Kirk Ferentz <laughs> lose. I love more of him losing. Okay, okay. But He's you, overrated. You, you do know that if you're a Cyclone fan, it does help Iowa State if Iowa does well. Right. Well, yeah, but still, I just still like to see <laughs> Iowa lose. You like, the, you like the rivalry. I get it. I get it. All right. Thank you, Jerry. All right. Let's go to uh, Matt from Beaverdale. Matt wants to talk some, uh, some Super Bowl coming up. Matt, who do you like, the Rams or Patriots next week? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams right now because I tell you what, you guys just went through the top five victories of Tom Brady's Super Bowls, but I have to tell you, Tom Brady's a system quarterback. A couple of those Super Bowls were won by the kicker. Oh, my gosh. Um, so you you are not a Brady fan, I can tell. No, Matt Castle went eleven and five and still didn't make the playoffs due to some tiebreaker rule in Miami. Went Jacoby Brissett. Actually, I think he lost one game as a Patriot. Ended up as the uh, starter for the Colts and still didn't end up doing anything else. Um, don't know if he's still in the league or not. Not to mention, you got Jimmy Garoppolo 
who went undefeated as a Patriot and went on to the, uh, to the 49ers. We don't know what he's going to do because he got hurt. But nonetheless, he might run the system better than any of those guys. But Tom Brady is just that, a system quarterback. And the Rams are going to win because Sean McVay is one heck of a coach, and they've got a great offense, not to mention the L.A. traffic jam defense. That's a call right there. You know who else is a good coach? Bill Belichick. <laughs> hey, I got to get – people love to hate Brady. Yep. But, I mean, let's face it, he's, he's a really good quarterback. That was the point I was going to make about the who's in your five. Yeah. You could – Brady haters and Patriot haters could say that four of those Super Bowls were won they've actually, not bride Tom Brady. They're actually all single-digit wins, yeah. all the Super Bowl wins. So, I mean, they're winning Super Bowls, but, they, but they're not blowing people out. But uh, Brady's damn good. He is. That's a good way to put it. He's damn good. <laughs> He's really good. All right, up next, Mark and I face off. And can Drake win the Missouri Valley Conference? Plus, more live calls. Cheezer will get to you. You want to call us? Get in before the buzzer. 515-282-9010. Sound off. Here are your knockout results. Super Bowl quarterbacks with three or more championships. Troy Aikman is out. And like I said, Montana is your winner. Only 2% of the vote. Tom Brady picking up 14%. But Troy Aikman is out out of those four quarterbacks. All right, time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. John, the Drake men are tied for second in the MVC. One game behind Loyola. The dogs have fans believing. Darren DeVries has done a great job rallying the troops after Nick Norton's injury. If Norton was still playing, I think Drake would be the best team in the league, but the team is grinding without him. Big home game against Illinois State Huge. Wednesday, a team they're tied with. Huge. The AFC rolled over the NFC in the Pro Bowl 26-7. People watching, it is football, but this game is kind of lame. It is. It's kind of embarrassing. Quarterbacks basically have a red jersey on. There's no hard tackling. No, no one tries very hard. We make fun of it every year, but I'm sure the ratings are high because it's football. That's right. Super Bowl 53 is next Sunday. Rams Patriots. Give me New England to bounce back from last year's loss. Who you got? Love to see the Rams, but I got to take the Patriots with Brady. They've looked great in the playoffs and somehow, some way, I think Brady will find a way. Like him or not, he's the best. I like Sean McVay, but even his wizardry, I don't think will be enough to outduel Belichick. The Rams will be wearing throwbacks for the game. This I love is it. awesome. I love it. Patriots need to wear their throwbacks. In fact, both teams need to go back to the throwbacks Full time. Totally agree. Six new inductees into the Baseball Hall of Fame. The headliner, Mariano Rivera, received 100% of the votes. First time someone has been unanimously selected. He deserved it, but he shouldn't have been the first. Right. Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Hank Aaron, Tony Gwynn, Nolan Ryan, Ken Griffey Jr., all should have been unanimous. Bonds and Clemens getting closer. Will they get in? They have three more chances on the general ballot. I think they will, and I think they should be in. Steroids played a major role in baseball for 20 years. Baseball needs to own it. That's the way it is. Over under, this was actually sent to us from a viewer, overrated, uh, Keith Murphy. Sure, he started sound off and has hosted more than a thousand shows, but let's not get all sentimental. Co-hosts <laughs> have carried him for decades, which that brings us to underrated. Oh, John Sears, known as Mr. Soundoff. Not Keith Murphy. Again, that was sent in from a loyal viewer that watches the show on a weekly basis. Also underrated, Freund. Oh. Mr. Soundoff, yeah. I see you finally got rid of that dead weight Murph. You're right. Looking sharp, new guy. One minute. Thank you, Keep Tiny Ruff. 
What a nice guy. Good guy there, Tiny Ref. Awesome. All right. uh, let's get a couple more calls in here. Steve in Boone. Steve, real quick on Iowa State sports. What do you got, Steve? What I can say is I think Jamie Pollard needs a big raise. Big raise? Is that what he said? Big, ra big raise? Jamie Pollard needs a big raise. He's doing Everybody great. Everybody needs a big raise. Yeah, all right. Yeah, the Cyclones are playing well. Let's finish it off with, actually, yeah, there's Wigginton. All right. Cheezer, line one. We saved the last one, the best one. Cheezer, what's up, my man? Uh, my uh, tournament at the Naps uh, yesterday didn't go very good. We uh, lost two, our two games, but my coach, uh, Jeff, said we still go to stay up in Iowa City at the uh, Fieldhouse uh, uh, March 16th if you guys want to come watch us. How many threes did you hit yesterday, Cheezer? <laughs> I scored uh, like 20 points in the first game. I had like four threes. You're, you're basi you are basically the Mariel Shayok of your team, right? There it is. You should, come on, you should come watch me up in Iowa City March 16th at the Fieldhouse if you can. Can you promise us uh, seven threes if we come to your game? Yeah, do you want to you bring the uh, TV cameras guys up to put some of my highlights on TV or the uh, Johnston Outlaws and we have uh, red jerseys? Cheeser and the Johnston Outlaws bringing the thunder. All right, that'll do it for us. We're back next week and we hope you are too. We'll leave you with the sound off, send off, another Big 12 road loss for the Iowa Big men. 10 road loss. Big 10 road loss. It can be scary. Hey, okay? You watching Bird Box? Worse. Hawks in a Big Ten road game. And that simply finishes a wild night in chilly Minneapolis. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.